Wait, also, I sent this to my family. You guys might find it funny. Uh, this is on Facebook. Attention, parents. Incredibles 2 comes out June 15th. Finally. Do not, I repeat, do not bring your punk-ass children to no. see this movie. It's no. not for them. Oh, it's for adults like me who have waited 13 years yes. to see what kind of power Jack-Jack ended up with. Yes. That's all we care for. Yes. Yep. My brother was like, exactly. <laughs> yes, I've been waiting. The kid so I long. And I are probably going to go see it together. Aww. I'm so excited. I made my brother promise he wouldn't see it without me. I'm coming out, so you better get <laughs> the party started. <laughs> oh, I can hear myself now. Those I'm coming out, so you better get the party started. Also, Pink grew up outside of Philadelphia and went to high school with my um, high school math tutor. Wow. Ooh. And she somehow knows Justin Guarini. Justin, Justin Guarini. Guarini. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the Dance Union Podcast, where we talk about the tests, the trials, the tribulation, the taxes, the tumultuous life of being a dancer in this dance world. I am sitting here with Kaylee McCrudden. I'm sitting here with Giovanna Parks and Veronica Yow. Yay. Hey, Yow. I just definitely introduced yourself, so I can edit it out. You can just introduce yourself <laughs> now, because I was like, that's okay. that was fine. as yeah. I started, I was like, um, that's not what we I'm need. We need a hype girl, so... We ne- we need yeah, there we need high go. people. That's good. Okay, so um let's let's do the thing that we do now in the twenty eighteens where we introduce ourselves. We also introduce our pronouns and like our pro- our preferred pronouns. And then please also let the world know how you identify in this dance community. Community. Yes. Okay. Uh my name is Kaylee McCrudden. Um wow, I'm reading off my phone, making sure this is right. Um, my preferred pronouns are she and her, um, and I identify as a dancer, choreographer, teacher, empowerer, mm. empowerer, empowerer. Yes, you're an empowerer. <laughs> Is it now my turn? Yes, yeah, your turn. Hi, I'm Giovanna Parks. You can call me JoJo or Jovi. Um, my preferred preferred pronouns are she and her and i identify as a dancer uh a dance teacher but i feel like dance educator is more i feel like just because teaching encompasses so much you have to you give so many different lessons at one time um you know to give a lasting impact so yeah yeah i feel that (gasps) 
Mess the mic up. Um, my name is Veronica. My preferred pronouns are she and her, and I call myself a dancer and also a dance educator. But I like to say dance artist too because I feel like, you know, you bring everything into mm-hmm. yeah dance. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know already, my name is Jay Bowie. I am a dance artist, and I use and prefer the pronouns. Jay, which is my name. Just call me by my name. It makes life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have, I okay. I also have like a random question that I need to ask. Um, so, do you prefer to pour the cereal first or pour the milk first when you're making a bowl of cereal? There is a right and wrong answer. I feel like that also well, needs to be said. <laughs> if I actually drank milk, I would pour. I would put the cereal in first. Mm-hmm. But I eat my cereal dry like a gerbil, so. Like a gerbil. <laughs> that is a wrong answer. I think so. <laughs> I think that'd be considered wrong. I put the cereal first, so then I can pour the milk just enough so the cereal uh-huh. rises mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then stop. And then right there. And then stop. Yes. I pour cereal first because that is how it is done. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, That's how it should be. I'm done. not pouring, you know cereal into milk so that it can float on top okay confused I, I like also okay here's the thing i think that's the wrong answer what okay wait. i think i think you're supposed to pour i think you're okay first i think you're supposed to get all of your ingredients together and you sit at the table with your bowl your spoon your milk and then also your cereal and you pour just enough cereal in there to eat in like five minutes or like not that's too long actually like in two minutes and you pour just enough milk so you keep like going back and forth oh bite so size. that n- so it's yeah. never so soggy. it doesn't get soggy yeah oh, oh wow this I is a game changer don't wake up early enough to do <laughs> things like that <laughs> you know what you know what my mom does and sh- uh, hi mom um <laughs> She will make herself a bowl of cereal. It's her favorite nighttime snack. And then when yes. she finishes the bowl of cereal, but there's still milk, she will get a different kind of cereal. Oh, that, I'd do that. That like I've seen people do that. Works with whatever the new flavoring <laughs> of the milk mm-mm, is mm-mm. <laughs> to like have I've, another I've bowl. I've done that. I I've tried that, and every I've been sort of disappointed every single time. <laughs> like nothing. Only thing that goes well with this milk is the cereal that was originally mm. in there for me. But the only milk that I really prefer to drink after, like, eating is um, the uh, Golden Grams. <gasps> Golden oh, okay. Grams, that milk is. Mm, that's true. That could be bottled. Wait, <laughs> but has everyone been to Milk Bar? What? What's that? Guys, this ice cream place. They yes. have a couple locations. They have one Lower East Side, one mm-hmm. in Chelsea, one up by Columbus Circle. They make, they bottle and sell cereal milk. So oh, like I've heard of this. Milk that has been steeped in cereal. And then they make cereal milk ice cream. Oh. And what? it is so good. Do they do it non-dairy as well? Oh, I don't know. That's I'm question. sure they don't. They don't love us. What about all the wasted <laughs> cereal, though? That's oh, yeah. also a great question. I'm not... Is no. there such thing as wasted cereal? Like, what if they... Well, like, you like they're just cereal? Steeping. Yeah, they're steeping it. My brother has offered to be the person that deals with that. But no, I'm, not like sure <laughs> they, I'm not sure they took him up on it. I like I soggy say, cereal. I wonder if they, like, steep it. That's the weird word to say you're doing But that's the word they use. And I'm like, I mean, I guess that's the it best word no, in the English it. language yeah, to use. But I'm going to say then you blend it, and then you just use, use it as... That's what I was like. Is there such thing as, like, 
the spoil. Or oh, not maybe spoil, they could dehydrate it and then use it as toppings. That also Ooh. as well. Because they do put it on top, so I wonder if that's true. Mm, okay. I like this. I like this. I like I my I don't like questions. my mouth touching the mic. Like, Don't do that. I <laughs> feel like ship life has made me like very germophobic. Yeah, because this is community, so... All right. Um, so I'm definitely going to have some um, vitamin C right. powder in my water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> some ginger tea will be made tonight. Awesome. With the turmeric. Look yes, at you. Look at which you. is one of my new obsessions. <laughs> For the next episode. No one can I do, see what I just did. Attacking mics. Clorox wipes. So let's, um, let's make our transition into the first segment. I don't know how I like that. Let's. Transition, because it's dance. That's what we do. We make transitions. We transition. Let's transition into the next segment. Uh, what you probably didn't learn, but should have learned in your dance history class. Today's, um, I guess, introduction or lesson or something that should be included in the history books is hip-hop. Hip-hop in general. Urban styles, urban movement, underground type dance things that are not ballet, modern, jazz, um, and a quick section of black people that you need to know like Alien, mm-hmm. Catherine Dunham because I've seen oh and Arthur Mitchell they seem to be the only three that our dance history books really care about um um at my high, high school no in my college Arizona State we actually had an urban movement department as a part of mm-hmm. it was actually like a, a conglomeration between or a joint project between dance the dance school the music school visual arts but mostly the dance and music school because like hip-hop has four main elements which is like the break dancer the dancing um the dj yeah. the mc and then also um graffiti art yeah mm-hmm. so we had these events which were originally called civil disobedience but then were named changed to urban soul which was like this huge urban i think it was quarterly it happened four times a year where just everybody who did any urban style of one of those four things will come together. Um, there would be battles. There would be like exhibitions to show graffiti art. People like making art right there. It was a huge like community event at Arizona State, which was amazing. And then um, I have a friend Coel who graduated with me in, uh, from the school. He made it a mission for him to like create history, like track art history, because at this point, urban movement and and this genre of dance and and art, the people who founded it are still alive, but not for much longer. Right. Like if we think yeah. about like Martha Graham for modern, like it's time for us to start recording this history of what this was before these people, uh, before the whole generation is gone, and then we have to guesstimate. Um, but then that also just pointed to how little our history books even talk about urban movement or hip hop as like a a part of our dance history, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. even a part of our American history, but um, how prevalent it is and how just much it deserves to be <laughs> in our history textbooks. I actually got really lucky with this at Florida State. Mm. Um, We had a teacher who, through the New York program, so we did, like, a program that's structured, like, an abroad program, but it's up here in New York. We, half of the semester was on just hip-hop and also underground dance. The guy that we stayed with is uh, Archie Burnett. Yes, he came to my college, too. Yeah, we stayed in his house, um, and our teacher was, she filmed this documentary where she just... Mm followed him around um, to all the different clubs and um, people who were, like, not really founders, but kind of, like, got house dance going, Mm -hmm. lacking and voguing. And then also with hip-hop, we went up to the Bronx. We met uh, Pop Master Fable, Mm -hmm. uh, saw his, like, graffiti place. Um, And even with, like, Jowle, and I had another teacher um, named Anjali, we did, like, all these conversations on 
where are all the black ballerinas? Where are all the black dancers? But also, like, they were shoved into conversations. They weren't actually, like, semesters on it. That's a really yeah. great way to put it. They were shoved into. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I like mm-hmm. the way you, you did that. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like there was um, there was more talk around urban movement in our dance history class, but it, you're right, it was shoved in. It was like, yeah. we can tell this wasn't part of your mm-hmm. syllabus. We can tell that there's not resources here to support. And those those moments we talked about in class was actually more like, what do you guys think? Because <laughs> 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 it was, I was taking my dance history um, semester at Arizona State right when Miley Cyrus decided to oh. try oh. to twerk. Um, uh, at the VMAs, so we spent too many days talking about twerking, and I was like, that's when I started to get really frustrated with, like, mm. Wow. That's so interesting that you talked about twerking. Like, we didn't do that at in, in, in my dance history yeah. class. I guess I was lucky as well, because I went to Ailey Fordham, and mm-hmm. so um, in your junior year, your first semester, you get world dance history. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, learn that too. about everything, like Buto, the mm-hmm. yeah. which obsessed with yeah, oh my yes. god um yeah. whirling dervishes all of mm-hmm. those types thing and then second semester we had black traditions in american dance and so that was like very clear we you we will you will recognize the the influences of black and african-american cultures and traditions yes. in american dance you yeah. can't ignore it it's no. been ignored right. and so we're not going to shove it into a conversation we're going to talk about it yes. for however many months a semester was and it was very intense yeah no but it was it was it was great um i wish i had paid attention more (laughs) but i also that's what i was going to offer to this segment you know and i I, you know it was so i was just so young and like not really ready to have like a conversation about like how my culture and my people have like impacted the dance world and now i'm like javano you're so fucking stupid like you could have totally uh contributed like contributed yeah. so much insight into those you know conversations i was also burnt out because it was college oh well, yeah that's how the conversations were received with us too because like even though they were shoved in conversations it seemed like we were always having these conversations yeah. and everybody was like okay we get it like, yes we get it <laughs> yes you're mm-hmm. you're black we get it yeah and it's <laughs> but it's like it's 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 so important it is um and then we got lucky too because we had Oh, we have the Mansi program. Mm-hmm. So we had like choreographers like Oakley, Nora, Reggie. I know, but like awesome. I feel like that's Wilson. how we I know. started talking about race was mm-hmm. through choreographers um coming through basically. Mm-hmm. Cuz all the white students were like super uncomfortable for a large portion of my second half of my college career, I feel like. Really? Yeah. I never really vocal in my class. I don't know. It, maybe I look I think it varied. I think it varied. I found that a lot of the black students were like silent. It, maybe it was like, let's hear what you have to say about Yeah. This. A lot of people wanted to learn and then there was also a lot of people who were like, Well, it doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was Florida too. Yeah, Florida can be a little yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, I feel like you were in Tallahassee, that's where FSU is at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like oh. it's in the panhandle, so mm-hmm. it's like you have people coming from West Palm, and then you have people coming from Miami, and then you have people coming from, like, BFE, Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, exactly. What's BFE, Florida? Buffalo, Egypt. Yeah. 
like nowhere. Oh, BFE like, means like like bumfuck nowhere. Got it. Yes. Yeah. So Thank Arizona you for enlightening me. <laughs> I learned this because um, Arizona Arizona. That's my roommate. No Thank one can see that. Who on the podcast? <laughs> you guys can in the yellow top. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. What's her name? Morgan. Oh, hey Morgan. girl. I never met Morgan. Um, <laughs> oh, the last time we looked at this window was in it. Like one of the dance magazine oh. articles, Wendell was like in the back. And it was like, oh, yes, come on, Wendell. <laughs> oh, I miss Wendell. Um, so I guess, I guess it's time for us to transition into the next segment, which is the main segment. We're going to talk about auditions and casting today, which I feel like just takes a deep breath because it's a lot um, that can be said about that. And we're going to start with this first article by Dance Magazine. That's Which one is this one? Uh... Be a better auditioner. I hated your the title. I was like, <sighs> cringe. But then I started reading it, and I was like, true, 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 true. There are some truths. I think the first yeah. one is just like, first, shift your mindset. Wait, which article was this? Sorry. Um, Be a better auditioner. Reframe your approach. Reframe your approach. Which I think, mm. like, okay, reframe your approach. I'm supportive of that one. Be a better auditioner. I don't know yeah. if that <laughs> matters when well it comes that, to people choosing. That sort <laughs> of uh, offers the idea that there is an ideal auditioner. That, true. Right. Mm-hmm. So true. Which, so. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get in there. Shift your mindset. I think the main part is says like the key. Somebody says this is a quote. Somebody. It doesn't matter. This is the key is to adopt a growth mindset, meaning that every experience is an opportunity for learning rather than an event in which you have to prove yourself. See auditions as a chance to showcase your skills and talents. See other dancers and be exposed to new choreography and styles of teaching. I really like the very first part, the very, very, very first part that is just talking about like it's not. It's a it's an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Like I think my f- my favorite first piece of advice about auditioning was like just take it like a class. Yeah. If you can get back into class mode versus like let me show you everything that I could possibly do, right. then the person um, or the people who are looking to choose you will probably be able to see you like take a challenge and like go with it and like grow from like oh I'm having trouble learning this or asking appropriate questions you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah. being in the room versus trying to show off in the room right, right. Yep. I just want to <laughs> offer that when uh, that gets tricky is when there are other people in the room who are not yeah on for that, sure in that space right because I go into audition and I'm like I'm just going to go and be Kaylee and like mm-hmm. learn some moves mm-hmm. and grow from this opportunity the yep. same way that I grow from every class that I take. And then you walk in and there's that one like, person, right? That one person or there's like a group, a cluster of like 10 people who are like there to show out and show face and be in the front. And you're like, Oh yeah. And that happens in class sometimes too, you know, like, a, you know, a choreographer puts out a call and all of a sudden their class is like packed mm-hmm. and you know everyone's there to show face and you're like, wait, but like I was just here to keep working on using my focus. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, how do you continue to check in with that for yourself when the energy of the space around you is pulling you into that like, must perform, must yeah. nail it, yeah. must, yeah. yeah. Like must be must be perfect and infallible so that nobody thinks that there's anything wrong with me, but right. they're going to hire um, who they want, really, at the end of the day. Right. Like you well, yeah. Um, there's a few other things in the article. Did anything stand out to y'all that y'all want to talk about? Because I don't really want to like just repeat the whole thing. You don't want to read the slideshow sure to the don't. audience? I don't. <laughs> um, Google works well, because if you're listening to this, you do have internet access. This is true statement. Wait, can you go back? I don't really remember. 
Well, okay. The I think uh, we could just hit through. I'm not going to read all the quotes. Um, after shift your mindset. Subtitles. Learn your competition, which I um. Sure. That's a slippery. Slope. Oh, oh! I really liked uh set specific Sets, goals. Yeah, that's not yeah. set specific goals. Like go in there with a the game plan. Um, next one, think it through. I think all of these things are general and applicable. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I felt like it was like. I feel like if you need to be reading that article, then you are not yet. Yes. Like you're not yes. yet comfortable in who you are as a dancer. Yes. Right. And I think that's a, and well, I think that's a big. Well, I I feel like that's okay. I I feel like we need to we need to talk about how not being comfortable in who you are as a dancer is a stage of growing as a. Dancer. Oh yeah, yes. for yes. sure. I mean, Definitely. I I, I yeah. used to go into auditions and be like. Um, well, I had two versions of my audition self. One, <laughs> I would go great. in and be like, I don't care. Like, if they don't like me without red lipstick and curly hair, then I shouldn't be dancing for them. But mm. then when I really wanted the part, I was like, okay, I need to go in there. I need to curl my hair. I need yeah. to get there at 7 a.m. so I can put that red lipstick on, let yeah. it sit. Like, I, yeah, I, I feel like there's like push and pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you want as the performer. Right. Yeah. I also noticed, like, at auditions, the people that stand out to me, and I, I think my brain, I don't know how to segment my brain from, like, the dancer at the audition who's looking to get the job and the person who also choreographs and, like, teaches and um, low-key, like, casts for his own work. Mm-hmm. So this idea that um, that the person in the room who is standing out also is the one who, like, fits the mold is not necessarily true. Right. Like the, a lot of times, the person standing out is standing out because they don't fit the the environment. Right. Yeah. Right. I think we yeah. all know what a company aesthetic is, and we all can right. find a way to fit into the box. Yeah. Right. But a lot of times, the person who captures the eye or probably has totally. a better chance of being just seen is the one who is doing something that is refreshing amongst all the other people that are there. I remember mm-hmm. my like uh, Alonzo King line summer audition situation. We had like an improvisation across the floor to end the whole. Um, after center combinations and i think the um audition the person who's running the audition said no um like don't just do ballet technique across the yeah floor. like just don't go across the floor thank god i'll roll across the floor now right no i was like <laughs> great so i'll be doing floor work so mm-hmm. i did floor work the whole way and what what let me know that i was like doing something worth noting was that um the woman who was running it she would like watch people for like 10 seconds max and be like next like just come in she would let you go across the floor but she would stop watching you if it was nothing right. i went across the whole floor before like someone else came yeah. through right. maria maybe i don't know um <laughs> it might have been her but i think w- what was really cool was just like oh okay so like i remember making a decision like everybody is staying up everybody's yeah. staying up on their feet well, and ballet giving dancers are like mm-hmm. i was like listen they're I'm so give uncomfortable you. sometimes they are Javana I mean, I used to be one, so. What? The resident trainers in the room. What can I say? But I, there are some times Not where I. I'm like, Giovanna, girl, you are really uppity right now. You need mm-hmm. to go, like, mm-hmm. roll on the floor. Yeah. Like, I'll always take, like, an open ballet class. But when I'm feeling, like, too uppity and stuffy, I have to, like, take a modern class, contemporary yeah. class, and just yeah. get back into that. The other day I was improving and I felt myself, like, spot something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. whiplash. It's hard to break, but, you know, it'll always be in there. But Yeah. Yeah, it'll always, like, losing technique, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a thing. 
I think it's like riding a bike if you really have it. Um, I don't know how to ride a bike, so, so it's okay. I don't know how to do Petite Allegro, so. <laughs> oh, We're I totally stand <laughs> off to the side for Petite Allegro. I'm like, oh, this is my cute well, Petite Allegro, to... everyone suddenly has an injury. Oh, everyone, has. everyone has an injury. Yeah. It's like, you know what, it's girl, incredible. this Charlie horse right here, I don't know if I have but, time. But Grand Allegro, everyone's fine. Yep. It's like <laughs> actually, I'm the other. Give me the Petite. I don't want to do the Grand because the Grand. At what? This, I used to be great at gr- at Grand Allegro until I learned how to do a Petite Allegro, and then now I don't know how to like move fast or move large anymore. It was just like a weird hmm. like shift. So now I'm literally learning how to be efficient in Grand Allegros now. Like to stick that PK at the end. Like my weight is still like like trying to go forward. Mm. I'm not. I'm not perching. Mm-hmm. The way I want to perch, perch, you know, you gotta perch. Anyways, um, the um, I'm actually, you know, Veronica, you mentioned your audition self. Does anybody have like an audition persona that you step into? Um, I think it depends on like, well, I guess that is a persona. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going into a contemporary audition, I feel mm-hmm. like that's when I most like myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I have I these other parts of myself that want to do entertainment gigs. So, like, I also feel like that's just a different version of myself. Does that version have like a, a specific look? A look? Um. No, I feel like whenever I go into entertainment auditions, I always tell myself, "I'm like, honestly, they just want to see that you're having fun," because, like, I, I mean having so much training I feel like you know your technique is strong you've mm-hmm. done it and also being able to go in luckily having other things on your resume now when I go into entertainment auditions I'm like um just go in have fun because you'd be paying $23 for this class at steps you or BDC and also I so when I do entertainment auditions I'm like this is honestly I just really feel like wearing my Laducas today but I don't want to <laughs> pay $22 right ah uh, yes yes um, I think my my audition persona is um, it's like I try my best to look homeless I try my best to look what? like I need the job like I can't <laughs> like I wear I wear all my goodwill dance clothes like not yes. the ones I you know like, I yes. wear the baggy, <laughs> ripped, torn thing. Because I feel like in New York... Which also makes you look like the coolest dancer. I was going to yeah, say, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're not going for the homeless look. You're going for, like, the coolest yeah. look. I'm looking... Because, you know, I, I feel like there's a certain kind of, like... Um, what do you call... Uh, there's a certain kind of persona of a dancer who, like, at an audition, everybody's got on, like, the leotards and tights, and they look like makeup is done, stuff like that. And you see this one girl come in with the heaviest, baggiest clothes, and you look at her like, oh, she about to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. She's going to eat. It's like the drop crotch pants and the Doc Martens Uh and a samurai bun. Yes. She's about to fuck it up. Her floor work is on point. On point. I just assume that they're really great at floor work. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Or, like, Not that they can't stand, because obviously they walk into the room. I just assume that being on the floor Yes. It's like where they yes. decide, you and know? they're gonna be like, or you know what's even worse? Not worse, not in a bad way, but worse. Like as a person watching it, and like 
realize that you're not going to get the job. It's when, <laughs> <laughs> it's when they do all the things that you thought that you shouldn't do. Like, yes. Right, and like then, and then their, the panel eats it up. Yes, mm-hmm. like all their tattoos are out. Their hair is in a weird fucking cut and color. Um, they totally forget about the timing of the phrase and don't do care. whatever the fuck uh-uh. they yeah. want. And you're like, Meter yeah. is out of... Out Shit. Of the, they said um, they want you to like devil play the leg and snatch it down. This person devil plays holds. And lowers. And, comes, and lowers <laughs> all like like floats it down. Like that's all the things you're supposed to do. And then they get the call back and you're sitting there like Whoa. totally shattered. But then the I idea. always <laughs> then I always think about the scene in center stage where the girl or the they're casting for like whatever show and the one girl's doing like a triple across the floor and the oh, teacher's yeah. like clean double. I asked for a clean double oh, and yeah. she keeps doing triples and you're just like Yep. Wouldn't it be better person. if everyone just did a triple? Like, no, mm. just follow the just fucking follow rules, the please. Yeah. Um, there's but this Instagram called The Unbooked Dancer, and it's all of these things that we're talking about. I'm ready. So follow The Unbooked Dancer. The Unbooked Dancer. Okay. Um, Kaylee, Giovanna, do you have an audition persona? Uh, I, I don't know, but maybe... I just feel like I try to... Because I have, like, intense anxiety, so I just try to be as, like calm and relaxed and normal as possible which is just friendly but i also want to go in there with this look that like you can't be fucked with yes Yes. you know what i mean like i want to be totally like unsusceptible to like any like weird mean girl like you know walk in the room oh like, yeah oh, who's that and i'm like bitch who are you like yeah. you know what i mean or like those girls that talk about the contracts that they've had with the company already and i'm just like that used to get to me when i first moved here yeah it would get to me too and i'd be like but you know what? At least I don't sound as thirsty as them. So yeah. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'm going to sit in the in the corner. With your headphones on. Yeah, with my headphones on. Until they on. call you in. Yeah, I mean, but I don't want to come off so, like, unfuckwithable that, like, I'm unapproachable and people mm-hmm. think that I'm, like, hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still want to be, like, relatable. As long as I can be as genuine as possible Mm -hmm. that is like the overall goal because i just feel like that will get me further than like trying to be like something that i'm really not yeah you know yeah but also like when i go to an audition like i wear like at least sports leggings and like Mm -hmm. a leotard but it's like clean but like it's sort of like my armor almost and i always have to have even if i don't beat my face i have to have a lipstick it just it has to happen has to happen Mm. Now I like I love makeup so much that if I go to an entertainment audition I have to beat my face all the time. Like I've never been to I think I'm just too afraid to explore that part of myself yo, yet. Did y'all know that um certain entertainment slash commercial gigs are asking you how many followers you have now? Wait, what? what? Yes. Okay, Who? so I have like call two them out because that's not right. Well, Instagram. I just learned about this literally today in rehearsal. Um my friend and duet partner for a show I'm doing. Um with Jamal Barnes's View Six Dance for the Restoration Art Center Choreo Quest Afropatada Festival. Ooh. Oh, okay. On June the twenty second and twenty third, Friday and Saturday. Ugh, I won't be link here. in the bio. I don't know. I'm trying to hit I'm trying to be a good dancer, you know, <laughs> like promote the show. Okay, we're doing the thing. And right <laughs> before rehearsal, um, we were talking about like shows and auditions and stuff like that. And uh, Kat mentioned that the one of some of the auditions she's went on, they've been asking her like casting calls for both commercial gigs, <coughs> dance, and also like modeling and and things like that. To ask modeling, I can see, but Which, dance actually, I don't. I feel like for either one, it doesn't make sense to me because no. when you ask for followers, like you're not doing the work. Like 
isn't the product isn't the fact that you're Wilhelmina and you're like Ford isn't that big enough like shouldn't I shouldn't I be able to be a no name who looks fucking amazing and who oh, can bomb yeah. the ass off be enough mm, to like yeah. get the job and mm-hmm. and do totally. the thing but no and then like it's they're like do you have 5,000 followers on Instagram like, that's the question it's a real question because people are living on their Instagrams yeah living it's like that's a, a an alternate reality people are almost placing more value there yeah. yeah, you know, um, because I was working at a fitness studio mm-hmm. where every single person that taught class was like a model. Yeah, who had thousands of followers on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, having followers on Instagram, Instagram is fine, but I think that if, I mean, uh, do I throw all the shade? Just <laughs> yes. do it. I think that me. you know if the quality of the product, and this is completely unrelated from the dance world, but just another example, mm-hmm. is not high. Like, these aren't, like, the greatest workout classes yeah. I've ever taken. Oh, yeah, but yeah. people are showing up and waitlisting because, well, they're, they're this, like, Instagram celebrity. And yeah. people want to take their class. The class isn't that great, but yeah. they have thousands of followers. And so it's, like, that's cool and hip. And, like, I want to be on their story. And I'm just like, what? But- don't you? I just want to go get the best workout. Well, you know, also, I just want the best dancer to get this job. No, like that's not the, thing. the person that has the most followers. There's a, there's a, I guess there's a market. That's what that is. It's a new market now it for really is. Right. for the consumer and the provider of the of the situation of the experience because like we can look at those Edge and Millennium videos, um, those mm. dance videos, and see like edge. why are we seeing the same people at in in front of every video. Oh right? my god, in every class. <laughs> Like, I've seen the same people. But then I'm also realizing, like, the reason why that's there is for three main reasons. One, the person that's teaching the class has a certain kind of notoriety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, then there's videographer. Like, there's, a, there's, like, a hired videographer to zoom in and zoom out yes. and walk in and walk out to make this effect. Yeah. And then also you can use this on your reel. Like, uh-huh. when, when someone's asking, you like, You can purchase hey, it. You can purchase it. And mm-hmm. you can, like, highlight yourself. It's a whole thing. So there's there's a market here. And I feel like the it's... What I what I would like to critique is the market itself. Like, why why are we valuing this over the quality of some be able to do work? Because just a generation or two before, people used to build up their notoriety by doing the work. Right. Like, right. You weren't able to teach a class like at BDC or somewhere until you've gotten the tours, did the work, had created a certain kind of resume, right. so you had something to teach. Now it's like, how many followers do you have, and how quick, how many. Uh, how many people can, can you, you get in the door? Yeah. Can you make these windows sweat? Because if you can make now. these windows sweat, then it doesn't matter who you are, mm-hmm. we're getting our money. And that we're not immune from that as well. Like, it may be a big entertainment thing, but I see it happening in yeah, concert dances. How well. often oh, yeah. do you fill out an application for a performance opportunity as a choreographer? Um, and one of the questions is uh, please explain your ability to draw an audience. No, they don't. But the thing is, that's where the casting part comes in. They don't ask us this. They make the decision based on us. Because if you think about, that's where this tokenism is coming in. Like, a lot of companies are now trying to make sure they have at least, like, one black person, have at least one darker-skinned person in there. Because they're realizing ticket sales are going to plummet since we're asking for representation. Right. So sometimes they're not even asking you to be able to be good. They're just like, okay, who's the black person Fill the quota. So we got one black person in. And then they do things like, I mean attractive like somebody finding a dancer attractive like sitting behind the desk is a big thing as well especially mm-hmm. when it comes to men dancing like mm-hmm. we that's why men get away with so many things sometimes it's like you this person came into the audition late um doesn't really know the step 
has a relationship with the people behind the behind the desk, which is really really good. That's like I feel like that's important to know. Like when if you want the right. job, build a relationship with the people oh, yeah. that you're gonna mm-hmm. do it before you step into audition. The audition doesn't start when the audition starts. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but then we I'm realizing like oh this conversation about like wow he looks good like that that is a factor that's a that is a factor in choosing someone who's like oh, this person looks attractive mm-hmm. because donors now right when they see the company they're they're donating partly because of the merit of the work but then the other part is like they want to donate based on their desire to want to sleep with the people on the stage so if our mm-hmm. money is completely autonomous, that'd be different. But our money isn't. And a lot of these dance, large dance companies, have funders, and sometimes these funders have their own agenda. And we mm-hmm. and the middle ground of that artistic director is really trying to like, uh, which I feel like is one of the most difficult places to be at right now as artistic director of a company is to like keep the dancers pleased with doing the thing in the company, keeping. B- stuff coming in keeping opportunities to perform coming in mm-hmm. and keeping the funders and the donors pe- appeased as well while also staying like relevant there's so many like balance and acts to go in and mm-hmm. no one is ever happy at the same time yeah somebody is it's a tug it's a, the balancing act is jumping back and forth to try to put out these fires and mm-hmm. unfortunately the donors mm-hmm. take precedent over the dancers themselves so many times mm-hmm. wow <laughs> well, I just went really far away from auditions. I mean, I mean, but that was still. Like, yeah, no, 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 great. I th- no. I think it was. It was not. I think the the mo- the point of this conversation isn't just to talk about the audition, yes, but the casting process the cast, as well. Yeah. Like we, there's there's so many like well known secrets. I don't mm. know how else to say. Like we know yeah. this, but we're not talking about it. We know that the the idea that you can get a dance job from walking off the street and going to an audition is almost done, dead. Mm-hmm. If it if yeah. it still exists, please someone tell me. But I'm <laughs> where seeing, do I need to go? Right, because like I'm seeing people get company positions from having at least one strong in, if not having built a connection with them. Right. Like right. this company came and set work on us while we we're in college. This company, oh yeah, um, I took all their workshops years before, mm-hmm. or I know my I'm really good friends with this member, so like. When you're at the audition, somebody is b- pointing their eye to you, mm-hmm. saying like, yes. "Look at this person," right. or at least let's at be least able consider. At least consider, yeah. yeah. So if you have no connection with the company, sometimes the audition just has to be like, "Look, I'm just going in to start." Hi, my name is like my audition is to let you know that I exist. Mm-hmm. Right. If I get the job, if I get an opportunity, that'd be great. But I know I see a lot of people be crushed when they move to New York thinking that they have the ability to get into the company and they yeah. but the thing is they don't know that not getting picked is not a testament to your ability to do the work right it's, it's a testament to a, another another level of things being considered that have nothing to do with right. you right well as with anything in life 99 percent of the stuff that happens has nothing to do with you yeah even mm-hmm. if you feel like it does right yeah. like yeah. you mm-hmm. don't you don't get the job you don't get the contract your friend gets mad at you like your boss yells like none of it has anything to do with you. Yeah. yeah. It all has to do with the people on the other side. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's like um that's why to circle back to the last article. Yeah. The last piece was something about like think about it or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was I think like, it really says reflect on think your it think it through. Um I think that like <laughs> in those first couple if we were to speak to like, you know, college selves, oh, <laughs> right, oh like God. in those first couple oh. of auditions, it would be like, if it, 
if it was one that you really wanted, then reach out to someone and talk to them about it. Yeah. yeah. So that you can sort of hear the why. A lot of sometimes that's feedback. Yeah. And a lot of times it's well, he really just wanted this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's not you. Yeah. You know, that's that's it a lot of the time and um and then also in terms of thinking it through, like sometimes you're you we this thing happens where we go to auditions and even if it's like not that great and we don't really want it, mm-hmm. you no one likes getting rejected. No rejection is hard. Rejection is hard. Yeah. So there's something about being able to separate yourself from the rejection and be like, mm-hmm. I didn't even want that. Well, <laughs> I, or I think can I let go of that? Yeah, mm-hmm. can I let go of it? I think the other thing in life I'm working towards doing is just being honest with myself and not trying to run away mm. from the feeling of rejection. I think yeah. some people, I'm learning that my problem wasn't that I felt rejected. It was the fact that I was trying to run away from it. I want mm. this job. Like I'm coming here auditioning for this company because I want to be here. Mm. If I don't get it, the the feeling of disappointment is a human reaction that I'm going to get over and I should have the right to feel. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, Absolutely. I, yeah. And I don't know if we empower ourselves to have like that because mm. somebody comes along and tries to like, soothe us out of this feeling and it's like no 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 the fact that i wanted something enough is a fa- is like is a testament to me being alive like i didn't yeah. come out here to uh-huh. be a dancer to have a meek or a moderate reaction to everything i came here to be excited mm-hmm. right. and the risk yeah. of choosing excitement is that i will get let down sometimes yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's reading brene brown Shut, can you not wait <laughs> yeah no i just started oh, because I'm reading brene brown <laughs> right yes, now yes. me too me too yes. oh my gosh in the yes. brene brown yes. group oh. <laughs> I love you, Brene. I hope you she's listen to this. Dr. Brene Brown. Yeah. She's a boss. <laughs> yes. No, because that's exactly what she is preaching, yeah. right? It's yeah. like we we run away from sadness and these feelings that hurt. Yeah. But in order to experience them, or yes. in, in order to experience pure like joy, yes. we have to allow ourselves to feel hurt yeah. and sad and yeah. rejected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, the concept it's she uses is foreboding there. joy. So yes. if you just Google foreboding yes. joy, it hits you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she also says joy is the most like terrifying emotion to actually experience. And I didn't really get it until I realized that what she's talking about is like, in order to even feel joy, you got to be vulnerable enough yes. to to like let it hit you and affect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you get that bear, it's like. What can, anything can happen right now. Anything, every like I want the great thing to happen, but it could also go the other way, and that is terrifying. Well, it's almost like jumping into the water without like yeah. any flotation devices. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm just going to experience this thing, and like I don't have my bulletproof vest on. Yeah, you know. And I, you know what? <laughs> and when it comes to auditions, I think that I learned that that is. Okay, one specific audition I went to, which doubled as like an intensive. I don't recommend those because you pay so much to. It's a not, ripoff. It's a ripoff. Um, Capitalism at capital. its finest. Yeah, exactly. There it is. Um, but that's mm-hmm. how I met my my friend Wendell because we were both there. <gasps> Wendell, oh um, my god, love you, boo. Wow, I'm, I'm so glad you went. I'm so. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you paid to get a friend. Fraternities, sororities, paying for friendship. There it is. Um. So no, we um. 
Yeah, so the it was basically set up like two weeks of an intensive, and like it's also an audition process for the company as well. They would like to see. Within the first two days, we knew who they were going to pick. Of course, yeah. you know? I, I, I did that once. Of course, I did and that you know once. who they wanted to pick? The person who already had a contract, yep. and of didn't need the job at all. Yep. So they were just what a waste of your fun. fucking time. Well, person, Don't waste my fucking time well, like the, that. Well, the person had already like. The, they got the contract after the deadline to get your money back. So it was like, I might as well go anyways. And the person was like, no. there to have fun. No. But the thing I was frustrated about, I was like, oh, this person is enjoying this process, which is all While of us everyone stress. else, yeah. So that I think that was a big part of it is like, this person's ability to dance was as great as like the top tier. There's like so many people at the top tier, but anybody at the top tier could have gotten chosen. The difference between this person was that he was unencumbered. It. He was unencumbered. He was vulnerable to like to be here versus mm. us. We're just like I gotta do my best. I gotta stretch. I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. And that that antsiness is like an armor for people to not see us. Mm. In totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure we left to options to talk about the second article if that's important. The second article seemed like it was just trying to be funny. It's cute. I if didn't you want take to go it read serious. it. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't but I was like, oh, ha ha ha, Buzzfeed type. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what. It, yeah. Exactly. It felt very Buzzfeed. Like I didn't. Which, like, BuzzFeed is great. Hello. I mean, but yeah, but... But I kind of put it in there just so we can, like, yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, We basically course. did it, though. Yeah. Relatable. Like, the, the girl who, like, has the baggy clothes on. Yeah. And she's... Basically, you know who I described? I described Sonia Taye. That's who I described. Yes, you did. <laughs> straight up. Like... <laughs> but she... Like, really, though. You see Sonia Taye walking okay, around? Yeah. Like, oh, she's got the job. <laughs> to be fair, I've definitely had the majority of those these thoughts on here yeah. oh everyone yeah, yeah, has which yeah. is why it's great it's like god these are the things that I think and we never talk about especially but. number five nope definitely didn't catch that combo left that reminds me and I auditioned for Mystic Ballet <laughs> and steps oh my god I paid 25 fucking dollars for that thing let's and I suck back Go oh ahead. my god I couldn't fucking believe it and it was the worst audition ever the woman gorgeous beautiful shapes but can you speak the fuck up like Ooh. if I wanted to whisper uh-huh. I would like I don't know go listen to the whisper song or some <laughs> shit they don't even whisper in that like I it was horrible but like she was so quiet I didn't know the combination so literally <laughs> and of course my number I was the first one yes. on the right side I was like bitch your whole life is about to be over I stood in Tandu for two entire combinations, time to side, because I was like, girl, I'm going to give you the best time do ever. Until you speak up, like we've asked you numerous occasions, yeah, please speak up. Yeah. We can't hear you. Like, do you just want to look at, it was just for her to like, look yeah. at herself and like, look pretty and for yeah. maybe the artistic director be like, wow, I'm really attracted to this one dancer I have. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Stupid. Oh. I would also like to talk, can we just do like a few rounds of like, what are some quick pieces of advice? That we could give to just the imaginary, um, basically uh, generic dancer who has questions about auditions. Okay. And in any circuit, in every circuit, we can always specify if we need to, like, for commercial dancing, let's talk about this, or it's general. Um, this is also this is also in lieu of a section that I'm also trying to build. So listeners out there, we I would like for y'all to start sending in questions for things. Um, listener questions. I like to have a segment where you just literally go into the mailbox, answer some questions about this dance life thing. Like today's uh, th- today's uh, topic is auditions, so I'm imagining if somebody has questions about auditions, we can hit that mailbox and do that then. But since we don't have any, we'll just make them up. But they can also talk about topics like dating in the dance world, which is a whole <laughs> thing. 
Um, there's uh, that's rough process, right. y'all. Applying I'm for colleges. <laughs> um, that's all you can do sometimes. So Laugh like, yeah. to keep from crying. Yeah. Shit. Exactly. So if you have questions about anything that you think you would like for us to talk about, just email us at the dance union podcast at gmail.com. It is all spelled out T H E D A N C E U N I O N P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Wow, I was not sure if I could spell <laughs> That was very impressive. <laughs> I was like, uh, I can spell dance. Uh, uh, union? <laughs> Jay, you need a jingle for that. I do need a jingle. But can I'll I write s- it? Please. Yes. Write jingles. Um, okay, so back to the segment. I'll start. I think the first thing I would like to say for all auditions, if you do not have to, and it is, what I mean like do not have to, like if you, if you, don't necessarily need that job or you don't think that you will probably get the job, don't pay for the audition. Oh, oh never. Never don't do Once it. You never see don't you do it. I have... <laughs> Any, I avoid them now. You want me yeah. to pay? Absolutely no. not. Same. It's a turn off. I'm like, Same. do I want to be with those people yeah. who are trying to make all these kids pay? Yeah. Like, no. I don't want to... I auditioned for something recently where I was like, oh, fuck, well, I might as well pay it. Um, I don't remember what it was, but obviously I didn't get it, and they weren't that important like to me. Always yeah. the ones, the, pe- the Oh, it's usually ballet companies. It's like contemporary ballet companies, mm. well, right. because they're like you know looking for money, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they want to jump. Start. Don't pay. Yeah. I I have definitely stopped going to those kinds of auditions. Completely. It's like an overt covert GoFundMe. Yeah, you know right. What I mean. It's like just be just say like I'm charging you this twenty twenty five dollars because we really ain't got it right now and we yeah. don't have board members or donors. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say my biggest thing is like if you if you need me to pay for the audition, I'm I'm concerned about your ability to pay me as a dancer. As a dancer, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not to say that you can't. I'm just saying I have I have, pro- I have questions. Hashtag um, this is America. Oh, Javon, mm. <laughs> you wanna hit one? Uh. It's like such a broad topic. It is, but I have a list prepared. I do too. I have a <laughs> list, but I guess this is oh yeah, I keep going too far away. <laughs> I hope you can all hear me. Um when I walk into an audition, I like put my stuff down and I like scan the room for like the just to get a general sense of like the vibe of the room. Mm-hmm. Who is the least spatially unaware? Let oh, me set myself gosh. I'm telling do you, not y'all be in that group. Find yourself a space away from these spatially unaware people. Pick them out immediately and find somewhere else to stand because they're going to just mess up your whole flow, how you pick it up. They're going to be in your space. They're going to cause an accident. You don't have time for that. You're trying to, like, hustle. Yeah. So that's my biggest piece of, of advice. Yeah. Scan the room. And stay away from those spatially unaware Oh, people. I have one. Totally not related to spatial awareness be friendly yeah oh yeah be be, be friendly i always try to find at least one or two people to like scope out because you don't want to be out there in no man's land especially if you're going to be like that shark on number five like i have no idea what the combo is i need that friend to tell me what comes next yeah i you know like i need it it's it's worked for me since i auditioned for ailey Mm -hmm. i'll never forget gentry george is the first person who helped me i forgot the adagio and he was like i'll place you in devil bay front and i was like boom boom Boom. thank you bless you sir i would also say like before you actually get the company job Mm -hmm. assume that you're part of this dance community first Mm -hmm. yeah and that's interesting 
many jobs are, will probably come your way from somebody recommending your name before mm-hmm. you actually mm-hmm. step into an audition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you are an asshole or a bitch or a rude person at the audition to the people that you dance with, you are cutting yourself off at the knees for other future opportunities. Mm-hmm. Not to say to be nice to try to get the job, but like right. while we're competing for the same job, you are also still the person I'm probably going to be dancing with in future projects. Yeah. It's not has a, nothing to do with this specific place. There's so many times you're going to cross paths with this person if someone asks you for the step, like, oh, girl, what is this? Just give them the step. step. Don't don't be like, oh, I'm not going to, I don't know. Don't fake like, oh, I don't know. I've experienced that, and it's, oh. it's, it leaves a horrible taste in your mouth. Yeah, because, like, you say you don't know, but then you go up when they call your number and kill it. Like, you know, you knew. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. could have just told me real quick. It don't take nothing but two seconds, but you're trying. You're that competitive. Don't be right. that person. And if somebody does get the job after you g- help them get the step, you pat yourself on the back because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are you got to work. You to paid do. it forward, and that's yeah. going to come back to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't that if I can like tag in and just don't be that person in the audition. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, a very wise dance teacher that I had in high school told me that when you're going to auditions, you're auditioning them. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that too. I've heard that too. That is huge. Tiffany says that all the fucking time. It takes the pressure off. Yeah, it you know you're like, I'm here doing my thing, and I know where that's at. Hopefully, I've prepared myself, Mm -hmm. but I am also auditioning these people. I mean, hopefully, like we were saying earlier, you've you've had interactions with them before the audition, Mm -hmm. but in the event that you haven't, like for example. Not that this happens to any of us now, but going on auditioning at a college, right? Yeah, yeah. You you're auditioning them too, like you're saying. You can go in and get a sense of of a vibe and what the yeah. space is about. Yeah, and you can tell when that's not working for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so going in with that mindset rather than feeling like I'm 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 just here getting judged and I'm trying to fit in to this like square peg. Yeah. Why don't don't worry about that. Yeah. Do you, and yeah. also get a feel for the space. Yeah. I have something to say towards that. One thing that I pay attention to um, when I'm at audition, like speaking to your point on you're also auditioning them as well. Um, when I say thank you, whether I um, got cut or mm-hmm. made the cut for the callback or just you know got cut completely, if I say thank you for like giving me this opportunity and you don't look at me, you are, yeah. I never want to work for you. Yeah. I don't care if... I'm dying, my legs falling off, and like I have to pay mm-hmm. like my mm-hmm. bill that's like a thousand quadrillion yeah. dollars. You mean nothing to me anymore. Yeah. And no, your work is not that great. If you cannot be gracious, absolutely not. Grace. You yeah. mean you you have to be gracious yeah. because everybody's struggling. You're just at a different time in your in your struggle. Don't yeah. do that. Like it's oh. happened to me before. And people are like, Joe, just go back. And I'm like, no, no. You, sh- you showed yourself to me. You did. I cannot go to you now if yeah. I need help as a director of a company. Yeah. And you need me more than I need you, first of all. I so let's not always even. Remember. I feel like that's something to always remember when you're at an audition. Yeah. Like, obviously, they're in need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have what they need. You so. have what they need. Yeah. Like, that's, I think that, to, one of the main reasons I really wanted to have this podcast in general is like I want I would like for the dancers in life and those are part of the dance community in life all roles in dance community but specifically the dancers who are out here like on the on the grounds to take some power back because yeah. mm-hmm. there's still some there's some lingering conversations about like um 
feeling at the mercy and the whim of the choreographer and the artistic director and then all the other people who work behind the scenes. And it's like, we are first the lifeline of what keeps this thing going. Mm -hmm. The fact that we can come into rehearsals and get on stage and do what we need to do is the reason why these things exist. Mm -hmm. Unless, Because mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't be a dance company, it wouldn't be a performance group if it wasn't for the act of performing and right. you need bodies to do it. Right. Right. So like, we need to get to a point where we start to ask for what we need. No, demand to get what we need, adequate pay, um, support in other areas when it comes to like our body and health and things like that. We, need, we really need to get to that point and do it because we can't, we we can't hope and wait for those who are in position of power to look down on us and be like, oh, you need this, let me get it for you. Mm -hmm. That would that would be great, and there are people out here who do that, but it's not it's not trendy yet. Mm -hmm. So no. we need to ask for it. I think the last thing I want to add um, to auditions in general, this is like my main feedback is. If you have a dream company or you have an ideal space, you, we I think we all kind of have that in our mind. It is perfectly okay to like work towards that. And then also um, what that working towards looks like is showing up to their classes, showing up to their workshops, going to their shows, yeah. knowing who does what. Do the research. Where. Do, Do the, the research. research. Build yeah. the relationship. Build, re build a relationship with the current members, past members, with the people who... Um, do the admin work, the people who send the emails, the people who are rehearsal directors, you know, like all these different parts, mm -hmm. like get to a point where it's not creepy, where you're just stalking people, <laughs> but it's authentic and mm. you're like letting them right. know, like, I'm a person that exists, you know, my name and hopefully you have my email address. And then also you have a relationship with the company because when it comes time to audition, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you're not. When you're stepping into a company position, you're stepping into any kind of like space that has a history. Like so I think we're talking more about concert dance at this point. Mm -hmm. the The company has a has an energy, has a vibe, has yeah. has a certain thing, and they're not just asking for your ability to do it. They're asking for your ability to like be in this family in a yeah. way. And companies are families, and they're oh, essentially yes. like in a way the dancers are seeing their brother and sister being like going on to greater things or bigger things or stepping down whatever they need to do and they're trying to assess like will you fit in with us right, right. like can yeah. we can we sit in a can we sit in a work environment and share ideas can mm -hmm. we be on tour together can we sit on this this long plane ride with all this turbulence and still get along with one another because right. all of that affects what happens on stage and in yeah. the process. Oh my God, yes. Oh, I have I have something now. Yeah. For my oh, so <laughs> I think the last thing I was going to say is like when you are doing this work, you're trying to see if you actually will fit into the company. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they are also doing that as well. So if and, and if you talk to people about how they get into companies, you'll learn that sometimes they don't even come in through the audition process. Yeah. Sometimes they were there in proximity. Somebody was like, you know what? I got this real great gig. I got to leave mid-season. Mid Here's a lady who can do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And then you slide yep. right on in because mm -hmm. you already have that relationship. Mm -hmm. There's yep. so many ways into a company. But if you stay close, you will see the access points. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I feel like this kind of goes along those veins. Um, if I were to like speak to the generic dancer, like be a thinking, intelligent mm. dancer yes. and speak in auditions. Yes. Even mm. if it's just asking a question or going up to the panel afterwards and being like, I yes. really enjoyed that combination or I really yes. like the work you guys are doing, even if you get cut. Like, yeah. don't, I feel like there's this thing, I think it comes from ballet background where you go into the studio and you shouldn't speak at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. That's what I, like, that's what I've learned from auditioning that I just need to be like yeah I'm a thinking dancer but I need I which I shouldn't have to prove that but I need 
you guys to know that I'm an intelligent dancer with right. other things on my resume besides mm-hmm. dancing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And yeah. I, we, we're moving, we've moved to that point. We're here. We've arrived. The dance world is asking dancers to be more than just the, abil- the people who have the ability to do the steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Choreographers are relying on dancers to provide context to their work. Mm-hmm. Even, if it, even if they come with the phrases, you're providing context. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. mistakes become choreography sometimes. Yes. Like, yeah. So Absolutely. you got to be, just being present in the room makes the work. That's it. Being pr- that's what my teachers always said. Just be, be present. Yeah. yeah. Be mm-hmm. present. Be present. Be here. That's what I tell my students. You have to be present and you have to be mindful. Yeah. Just be in the room. Be in the room. And I mean, it, we got to tell adults that sometimes put the phone down. Even when you're on. Oh, my God. Even when you get a five-minute break. And I'm, and I'm saying this like it's to myself true. right now. Yeah. Even when you get like a five-minute break. If, if checking your phone is just habitual, not because you're waiting for something specific, like email, something like call or whatever. If you're just checking phone out of habit, like that five minutes could be the time where you really tend to your body, mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. can probably start asking questions like, okay, what was that thing that I was too afraid to ask? Or mm-hmm. can you pull somebody to the side? Just being on the phone, like you got, if rehearsal is three to five hours, that's really not that long as of a time yeah. to just be off your phone. Yeah. Um, so like fear of missing out. Yeah. What am I really missing out on the internet except for one more funny meme? Yeah. <laughs> right, <know>? exactly. <laughs> Or a text message from your boo. Um, oh, no, well. So, non existent. Can I say two other things? Sure, yeah. Um, s- one, this is like super basic, but this I've talked to some people about, like from being on the other side of auditions, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually not wearing all black. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah just I think that yeah. somewhere along colors. the lines, there was this somewhere, once upon a time, Contemporary aesthetic. people were like, yeah. we're all black. And then like being on the other sides of auditions every once in a while, people come in in all black and you're like, literally can't remember anyone because <laughs> they, it was just a sea of yeah. like black, no. black fabric. Yeah. I never wear, I always like, I'm like, I have, yeah. my, I have my color, like, yeah. the, like the BuzzFeed article. Yeah. I have my certain color that I have yeah, to wear. To wear same. Yeah. Mm. It, the tights can be black, but then the sure, shirt sure. or the whatever has something. to be, has to be something. blue or green or a pop of color. Yeah, and then the only other thing I was gonna say was that, like you were just kind of saying, most of my dance jobs I did not get through auditions, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that you need to go and take class and feel like every class is an audition because that's right. not fun and not a healthy no. space to put yourself in. But just the just knowing that. The dance community is always there, and yeah. you're constantly connecting and planting seeds and sowing yeah. seeds and watering the soil. And yeah. so, everything that you do is an opportunity for another opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Showing up and being present in anything, I think it, 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 this isn't even just arts related. This is like in life. Life. When you want to be a part of something, you got to show up and be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Like people, you you can't be an outsider w- hoping to play. You got to yeah, get I in and play. You And then, like, you got to get in and you got to mess up. You got to yep. say some dumb things sometimes. You got to run. Now, you have to, but, like, if you, when you're being present, you're being vulnerable, and you're being yourself, like, yourself is not palatable to everyone. Yeah. So you yeah. inevitably Oof. are going to yeah. rub some people the wrong way. That's, like, any family, that's part about being this part of being this family, mm-hmm. being in this family, that you say something, somebody don't like it, they call you out, or they don't, you get a shady, you know, but yep. you only get yeah. these interactions from being present. Yes. Yes. You get none of this. You get neither the good or the bad if you're on the outside hoping and wishing to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have to make the transition to the last two segments, which is announcements, what y'all got going on so people can know what's happening. I plan to probably put this out next week, so um, like Tuesday or Wednesday. Woo! 
Yeah. Damn. So let me know Damn what y'all got going on that the, want the world to know about. Also, just talk about like you can also find me at this sure. Instagram handle. You can stalk me twenty four right. twenty seven at. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> That's saying it. Um, I guess I can go just so I can give like an example. Uh, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Um, yes. I, um, this, this is Jay Bowie, obviously, because you can hear me. I have performances coming up. The first one coming up is June 15th at um, NYU Tisch with Antonio Brown Dance Ooh. at oh. 7.30 p.m. I have all the information in the description box where you're listening. And, um... Yeah, it's gonna be it's my first performance with the company, so I'm really yeah, so fun. Like, oh my god, that like, was really loud. No, it's fine because <laughs> it is so fun. Like, Antonio's work is just so fun, um, and lit and intelligent in so many other ways. Um, then I'm also performing the next Friday and Saturday. I think that's the 22nd and 23rd mm-hmm. with Jamal Barnes's music dance duet um, called "Sugar on the Floor." With uh, Catherine or Cat Files, uh, it's part of the Choreo Quest. Um, Afropod at, at Restoration Arts. I think it'll be in the Billy Holiday Theater. I think the shows start at eight, but again, the information will be in the description box wherever you are listening. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at the letter J underscore Bowie, B as in boy, O U E Y. Um, same thing for Twitter and Facebook. Just search my name, J A Y B O U E Y. I don't really, I'm trying not to post much, so you can look at what I did post, and if you like it, like it. All right. <laughs> Oh, it's me. It's anyone else. You give me the eyebrows. Yeah. Um, This is Veronica. You can find me on Instagram at V-R-J-I-A-O. I I don't have any performances coming up, so let's take class together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just started with this company called Babble Movement, but we haven't started rehearsals yet. So. Babble Movement. Yes. Mm -hmm. Shout them out. Is it my turn now? Yeah, it's you. It's Giovanna. Hey. Um, I don't have Twitter because honestly, I don't get it. No, I don't know how to use yeah. it. <laughs> I, I have Twitter. I either. truly don't get it, but I have a Twitter handle. <laughs> um, but I do use my Instagram quite a bit, and you can find me at at Joe Parks Joe without the e. Um, and Facebook is just like my actual name, Giovanna Capital V Parks. Um, I. Do have shows coming up. Um, the company that I dance for, Elisa Monte Dance, mm. um, is in collaboration with Classical Theater of Harlem, artistic director, the amazing Ty Jones. We are putting on Sophocles Antigone this Ooh. summer. So you can come catch us from, I want to say, July 7th. And it's if it's not the 7th, it's the 8th until the 31st at Marcus Garvey Park, 123rd and 5th. Free, free, free. Free 99. So come out. See it all month if you want to. Bring friends, bring drinks, bring snacks, bring your dogs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, and if you're randomly in upstate New York, Lake Placid, um, Elisa Monte Dance is performing with um, Chris Brubeck and his triple play band at the Lake Placid Center for the Arts, which is going to be great because Lake Placid is amazing. So cute. In August, it's gorgeous. Lots of lakes, great people, and they have a Starbucks if you're one of those kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Uh, Kaylee McCrudden. I'm on Instagram at K-K-A-Y Crudden C-R-U-D-D-E-N. Mostly right now, my Instagram is 
candid pictures that Jay takes of me. I'm her like <laughs> resident choreographer or personal choreographer. Not choreographer, personal <laughs> photographer. Photographer. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just finished a bunch of shows, but he's doing it right now. It's really bad with the headphones oh, on. Yes. Um, I am performing next weekend. Wait, two weeks in Philly, the 22nd. <gasps> My home city. Yes. At 7 p.m. at the Iron Factory. Oh, nice. Um, and then I have some stuff in the works for the fall. That's awesome. Yeah. Dope. Awesome. Um, oh, I love that you're going to be in Philly. I know, me too. Yes. I can't wait to go back. Um, so I guess, uh, so the last thing that we do is, uh, which will be like the new thing we do for the podcast, is Ooh. that we just finish the statement, my dance union has, mm. and then you just say what your um, ideal dance union would have for dancers who are part of the union. Take a minute, ruminate on it. My dance union has massages every Friday. As a yeah. matter of fact, make that Monday and Friday. Yes. At any time, the massage therapist cannot leave before 7 p.m. Yes. <laughs> um, but we buy her drinks in return. Yes, yes, yes. Um, if she drinks. If she drinks, yes. <laughs> um, my dance union has um, prorated, discounted, or subsidized classes, meaning nice. that mm -hmm. if you're a part of the dance union, you have to pay full price for dance classes, which I think... That is it's really a important. blessing. Mm -hmm. Love. Got to get out here. Stay on the leg. Stay on the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Take a class for yourself instead of, you know, when you have to teach. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a, glor it's so a glorious different. moment. Yeah. 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 It's very different when you're just in company class versus, like, I just need to. Mm hmm You, you know. can work on those goals or whatever yeah. you yeah. set. My dance union has similar to. My dance union, similar to. Joe has a PT. Yes. That's just available to people. Available. Yes. And isn't a trillion dollars. So maybe a trillion. So yeah. Yeah. Subsidized or yeah. something of that nature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My dance union has government support. Booyah. Bam. That's, that's Lobbying. Yeah. There it is. Being on the ground floor, fighting for our rights, fighting for our right to, you know party um reminds <laughs> me of the bob barley song get up stand up hey. that's on my class playlist stand up for your right mm-hmm get up stand up don't give up the bye hey i was nervous i wasn't sure if he was gonna do it we got you i don't know heaven is on the gear i know you don't know what life is really worth it's an art that deserves its gold Stand up.